staring at me as if I were a celebrity and he were a starstruck fan. Damn, baby, your hair looks great. I blushed, swaying my head from side to side to show off my new $350 weave. I walked farther into the room. When I was close enough, Tim wrapped his thin arms around my full-figured waist. Our lips met, and he squeezed me tightly. A warm feeling flooded my body as his tongue entered my mouth. Just like the first time we'd ever kissed, my body felt like it was melting in his arms. I loved the way Tim kissed me. His kisses always made me feel wanted. When Tim kissed me, I felt like I was the sexiest woman on the planet. When we broke our kiss, Tim glanced at his watch. Baby, I could kiss you all night. But if I'm not mistaken, your book club meeting is getting ready to start, isn't it? I sighed to show my annoyance, then nodded my head. Yeah, they'll be here in about 10, 15 minutes. Well, I better get out of here then. You girls don't need me around here getting in your hair. My virgin ears might overhear something they're not supposed to, and the next thing you know, I'll be traumatized for the rest of my life. You wouldn't want that on your conscience, would you? He chuckled. Hell no. Not if you put it that way. Because, <laughs> honey, I am not going to raise two kids by myself, so you need to make yourself a plate and get the heck out of here. He laughed at me, then kissed me gently on the lips. I, you don't have to get indignant. I'm going. He teased. Where are you headed anyway? I asked. A smart wife always knew where her man was. Well, I was thinking about going down to Benny's bar to watch the game, but my boy Willie Martin called and said they were looking for a fourth person to play spades over at his house, so I decided to head over there. You know how I love playing spades, Tim said with a big grin. Besides, like I said before, I know you girls need your privacy. Tim was considerate like that. Whenever we'd have our girls' night, he'd always go bowling or go to the bar with his friends until I'd call him to let him know that our little gathering was over. He always took my feelings into account and gave me space. I loved him for that, especially after hearing so many horror stories from my friends about the jealous way other men acted. Tim was a good man, probably a better man than I deserved, which is why I loved him more than I loved myself. And believe it or not, that was a tall order for a smart and sexy egomaniac like myself. But at the same time, my mama didn't raise no fool. Although I loved and even trusted Tim, I didn't love or trust his whorish friends or those hoochies who hang around the bars and bowling alleys he frequented. So, before I let him leave the house... I always made sure I took care of my business in one way or another. And that was just what I was about to do when I reached for his fly. Take care of my business. What are you doing? He glanced at my hand, but showed no sign of protest. Your friends are going to be here any minute, you know. Well, my friends are going to have to wait. I got something to do. I said matter-of-factly. Besides, this isn't going to take but a minute. Mama got skills, or have you forgotten since last night? He shrugged his shoulders and said with a smirk, 
Hey, I'm from Missouri, the show-me state, so I don't remember shit. You get to show me, baby. I cocked my head to the right, looking up at him. Is that right? You don't remember shit, huh? Well, don't worry, because I'm about to show you, and trust me, this time, you're not going to forget a damn thing. I pulled down his pants, and then his boxers. Out sprang Mama's love handle. Mm-mm-mm. I've got to say, for a short, skinny man, my husband sure was packing. I looked down at it, then smiled. Mmm, chocolate. I love chocolate. And on that note, I fell to my knees, let my bag slide off my shoulder, and got to work trying to find out how many licks it took to get to the center of my husband's Tootsie Pop. About five minutes later, my mission...